seconds till lunch. We'll go at the 20 minute mark. We never get two hours. Is that Kanye? Yeah, you, did you see the whole, you know about we, the whole. We gonna, yeah, I, we gonna talk about that. I don't know if fucking. I mean, I was trying to look at it. I'm trying, I'm trying to make sure I have enough information about it. That's why I was looking it up. Oh. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and start the show. This is Frank Mill. This is Tommy Guns. And this is A to G. What up, what up? This is the first official podcast um, that we decided to put together. And uh, I'm going to let you take over from here. I mean, we, this is our, I mean, before I guess we're going to put this Facebook and places. Oh, yeah, so we, we're gonna yeah, we, on Facebook. Yeah, we're going to put it on Facebook. So, Facebook, um, IG, well, snippets of it are going on IG. I'm saying that in my head just so that people know. Some of you have heard me do podcasts before. Okay. Partner with my guy Tommy here for us to uh, just add another perspective into uh, the lifestyle of a young entrepreneur trying to be successful out here. And uh, we're going to start with just some history that we'll go through um, between the last two years that me and Tommy have known each other. And we're just simply doing that to give you guys a... uh, 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 give you guys a view of where we're coming from so that as we start to speak on social issues and all type of other things, you'll know why we feel that way because you're seeing the type of guys that we are. So, um, you can, as you can see now, my guy Tommy is looking into one of the biggest fuck shows of the world at this moment, the uh, Mr. Trump and Kanye West. Um, I haven't even looked into it. I just don't know what Kanye is up to anymore, Tommy, just to be straight up with you, bro. Yeah. I, I just don't know anymore, you know? The nigga I, had, he looked like Macaulay Culkin the other day. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm seeing it. I don't think there's really much to it. It's, from what I see, it's just him meeting with Trump. And he, being Kanye, just didn't really say much. It was like a photo op. You got, and he just you got to audio? It. You about to post some audio? And then he also did post a tweet. What did the tweet say? Oh, wait. Look at this Do nigga. Kanye. Look at Kanye. Okay. We got audio? Oh, wait. Let me get your audio. Ah, my bad. Are you getting audio? <laughs> now I, I was. You getting audio? Can you hear? Nah. Okay. We apologize for the technical difficulties. All right. So then... I'm what the fuck? Too. And he took a million pictures. Kanye wildin'. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Kanye <laughs> right is here. fucking wildin', Tommy. This nigga's uh, Anyway, dog, that oh, shit's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we go right here. I gotta go to the sound. I think I was fucking with the uh, all these mixers. Yeah, I just changed the output system preferences. That's crazy. You know what though? In fairness, like I, I noticed that there was a huge eruption with Tommy Lauren. Like, uh, they call her on the street with Charlemagne. Black people wild the fuck out. They call Trevor Noah and and Tommy at supposedly at dinner black I, people like people wild the fuck out and in, in my opinion it's, a, it's, it's it's just another chapter of that it's yeah a, it's a, <laughs> like it's the um I, I just don't think that it's i just don't think it's bad like um you know like Charlemagne is you know people that he is who he is you see what i'm saying like they just went out talking the nigga Charlemagne said they walking from one building to the next and a picture took that you know what I'm saying? They said pitch is worth a thousand words. And I'm pretty sure of those a thousand and not a lot of them were the truth. You see what I'm saying? So if You hear it? Yeah, yeah, I got I got audio. But it, Okay, all right, it, cool. It, it, yeah, just, it just leads me back to that. Like, what really is he doing? You know what I'm saying? Is it is he standing with him just cause you're not fucking with him? Are you not supposed to? Like, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. I would love to hear. You know what you think, even just on the surface, without having any. I could blow this thing up real quick. Yeah, without even without without having any fucking you know introspect, just and it didn't even taking it on its surface. That's weird. That's weird as fuck. <laughs> Make it this, a, oh, it's a tweet. Okay, so are you watching a tweet video? ABC Politics. 
Matter of fact, let me, I, I mean, if you probably can get to it. Oh, uh, no, nah, that's, that's going to be. You gonna search the tweet? Well, I'm pretty sure it went viral. Probably oh, no, yeah, it definitely went viral. So, um, yeah, I'm going to bring it. Actually, I'm going to just bring this thing up. Because, like, that's what that, that should be. We can talk about that. Because, like, um, because I think that, you know, saying all of them, all yeah, that right ties there. into the same thing. Yeah. There we go. All right, but it's not even in HD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is the clip. And then I'm going to go back to Kanye. Because there's, there's just a. So we gonna break Kanye. That, we breaking Kanye and Kanye and Donald down today. It's just it's just a photo op. I mean, it's not really much being said here, but he did address why he was meeting up with Donald Trump in some tweets. I'm gonna go see if I can find them to make sure they're legit. What's his? What's his, what's is at Kanye West? I believe so on Twitter. <clears throat> I don't think I deleted my Twitter. And then like I, I mean I I'm, and I'm not gonna really give a play by play about other people's opinions on the shit. But, no, um, I'm talking about ours. Yeah. Yeah. Strictly ours. Yeah. So. Cause like I mean I, I I feel the same way about that situation as as I feel about uh you know the Tommy mm-hmm. Lauren thing and then also and then also the um I feel it's important to have a direct line of communication with our uh, future president. I found it all. Oh, you found you found yeah, them. Yeah, I'm about to. Are they official tweets? Yeah, it's Kanye West with okay, the cool. uh, with the uh, the Same. fucking verified check mark. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Keep he said, "I wanted to meet with Trump today to to discuss multicultural issues." He said, uh, "He said these issues included bullying, supporting teachers, modernizing curriculums, and violence in Chicago." I feel it's important to have a direct line of communication with our future president if we truly want change. 20 he did hashtag 2024 i hope he don't plan on running and then he tweeted a a fucking picture of uh the time magazine person of the year donald trump and he signed by his autograph by donald trump yeah and then his autograph yeah okay yeah oh yeah you got it up right there all right so like he's yeah all right yeah yeah i'm looking at it right now just make sure it's, it's legit and everything yeah okay so um yeah the same way i because it's, it's, I, I, me personally i don't have a problem with it okay. i don't i really there's there's nothing being done like uh i think it's actually a good thing as far as um someone actually taking the time out to talk because i i think that there's this big massive hysteria of anti-republican anti-white anti-whatever from the black community as far as as far as like in light of the election you know Mm -hmm. even it's honestly like this whole entire year it kind of felt that way Mm -hmm. to a point where now that like okay Hillary Clinton didn't win or the, the Democratic Party didn't win. Mm-hmm. Everyone has this kind of this this uh retreat mode, this cultic retreat mode where like anything that's affiliated with the out group or with quote unquote the enemy, or yeah, what the out I'm gonna say, yeah, anything affiliated with the en- with the out group is quote unquote the enemy now. So if you're seen with uh Tommy Lauren or if you're seen with Donald Trump. You immediately become the enemy. Yeah, you are. And you are looked at the enemy. Not even, not even to, to even talk about because, like, about what they're actually talking about. Because at the end of the day, no one done. No one has done. No one does this. Like, yeah, I can't really think of. Well, I mean, I, I can't say no one does it, or, but I can't really think of anybody that I was like, I'm going to reach out to the president and meet up with the president and talk about violence in Chicago, a specific place, a specific thing that's affecting a specific group of people. That would um, that is a direct concern to, you know, uh, just black people in general. I, I want to challenge you on. I want to challenge you on something. Okay. I think that. I also think that while it may look bad, I think it's a good thing, because you always hear communication is key. Communication is key, mm-hmm. but we won't. We'll talk shit about the the enemy, quote unquote, the man, whoever. We'll talk shit about them. And in in my in my opinion, rightfully so sometimes, but the fact that the president elect will speak with Kanye, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If 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 he'll speak with Kanye, it makes me wonder who else he'll speak to. Because if you recognize that you're in a fucked up situation, rebellion, like while I think may be a good thing, you should try another strategy first before you all out rebel. So Kanye going in there if they did talk about that that's not a bad reason to meet with the president you see what I'm saying yeah so but it makes me feel like yo why don't all the niggas get together you know what I'm saying and like yo let's sit down with Trump and let's really try to fix this shit because and then if he goes against now our people have you see what I'm saying now my people have a reason to 
be uh, all out pissed, so on and so forth, or 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 blurt out or rebel because hey, we sat down with this guy and tried to get this thing figured out. You know what I mean? We tried to get things figured out in wherever area we, you know, what I mean, in the area that we're in. Even though they, they're not going to be able to relate for real because I mean they're millionaires, but yeah. they know their community that they came from. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I also don't want them to just lock into just Chicago. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. Chicago may be bad, niggas is getting killed every day, but. Them ain't the only niggas on the planet. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, like, that's that, just how I feel. No, nah, I mean, I could, I, I could agree with that, but like, I feel like a lot of resources get divided when we're trying to hit a lot of, uh, uh, like, hit a, a broad stroke. We should hit a, a focused like attack on something. Concentrate the little, in it, the little power and energy we have into changing one thing. Because I realize that like a lot of times people will generate a lot of potential like power. But we'll try to, to disperse it amongst a bunch of different things, which is why I'm not even actually opposed to them just dealing with Chicago, because because Chicago is a re- is a manifestation or representation of, you know, saying what goes on in, in the entire city. So they, they so what I in my mind, if they can fix Chicago, they can fix anywhere. Okay, you know, okay. So, so like I, I'll take that. I'll so take so that. that I mean, so that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, but let I mean more or less not a more or less not about what. He's trying. That's not the issue. Is not what they're doing. Is the issue is how we are responding to everything. It's like, cause my whole thing is that I didn't even see what was going on. But like when I my first introduction to Kanye meeting with Trump was very what is Kanye what's doing what he's a sell like all this all bucks yeah he all bucks he's a sellout like he's a sellout he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's whatever he's he's crazy yeah this proof that he's crazy it's just all this hysteria and like and it, and it's a very and I really. It bothers me to see like the the amount of it's very cultic. That's that's the best that's the best way I could put it. Cause that, that's the, that's how a, a cult will respond to an outside when like if you're doing some weirdo shit mm-hmm. and and then somebody in your group is like, nah, this is weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, somebody in your group is like just doing something different, and then everybody in the group is like, oh that's weird. Like and they try to shun you because yeah. you're doing something different. That's so that just shows that like you have a very like kind of you 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 kind of subscribe to like a, a very extreme ideologue to where like if the fact that you see somebody together with with another person you're already panicking mm-hmm. and having this uh this anti this anti whoever that person is which is you kind of kind of excommunicating or extraditing somebody from that's in your within your community or in group when you say like when you s- most of the time we the it, we hear the it we hear the bullshit first like we hear the ignorance first so yeah. he's a sellout things of that matter like I I never jump to those conclusions off bucks like I'm not gonna get yeah. there because I don't understand the situation yet you see what I'm saying yeah. I can understand how things may look but a lot of things look fucked up mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying yeah a lot of shit may look fucked up and it may not really be happening that way you see what I'm saying yeah. because. At no point did Kanye ever make me feel like he was, and I'm talking about throughout the period of his life. Yeah. Had he ever, and the stuff that I seen him do, at no point has he ever made me feel like I don't fuck with my people. You see what I'm yeah. saying? It made me feel like I'm, I'm my people. I'm just trying to evolve so I can show my people that we can. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I don't have to be stuck into a box to please you niggas. You see what I'm saying? Like the yeah. majority. So you'll always hear the he's a sellout, so on and so forth. But in like, from my opinion. If it's progressive, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, progression pro- progression comes through something or change comes through something that a lot of people don't like. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's where the optimism comes in with Trump, With for me. Like, there's yeah. a bit of optimism that I have for Trump because it's different. Do I think he could potentially fuck us up? Yeah, he's never... He has absolutely, you know, no experience. You know what I'm saying? That's why... If I ever hear experience at a job interview or anything like that, I'm like, well, our president, you know, (laughs) our president, you know, he got in and he wasn't experiencing anything. But just to stay on that topic, I just hate that. I just wish that people I wish that my people that when some shit went down, they would analyze the entirety of the situation first. You know what I'm saying? Dig into the tweets. You see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, And then. If you want to give your opinion, everybody has an opinion, so you can you can display it. But once you dig and then you read and you like you either feel like he's lying or you feel like he's telling the truth. Afterwards, then you know what I'm saying. Speak your mind, say how you feel, I, because I'm not here to say that anybody's right or wrong. 
know what I'm saying? That to me, right or wrong, is a bunch of bullshit anyway. Mm-hmm. Because you do what's right to you may not be right to me. Mm-hmm. So that's that's up to the individual. You know what I'm saying? So I just wish and I hope that whatever he was in there doing, that it was for the progression of 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 our people and the nation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We need to move forward regardless. We need to kill this black versus white shit, which I'm not going to be superficial and say it's it's uh, it's going to like all the way in, but we just need to kill it because it's rearing this ugly head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? More than ever. And this culture of black people ain't the same like back in the day. You see what I'm saying? That we will get violent with them. Yeah. And I'd rather that not be the society that my kids have to live in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I can deal with it, but I'd rather not be the society for, for my kids to come up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, and um, I, I think that, like, I can say that, because I, I, I hear you say, like, they, we will get violent. We're different from the, the, the previous generation. I think that, like, yeah, we'll get violent, but I don't think it's, it's going to pan out to anything. I think that... <laughs> That that's like the last thing we need to be, you know, people we need to be doing as far as like uh dealing with dealing with uh some shit like that. But um, I mean, let's see, let's see then. It was, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's pretty much it, man. Because uh, because you, um, because it's it's he's not the only one, right? Like I know he's not gonna be the he's not gonna be the the first, he's not gonna be the last because before Mr. Trump got in the office. He had a, you know, what I'm saying a large relationship with our like with our culture, <laughs> like before he was considering doing that. He, you know, oh, he there's plenty of places everywhere where he gives off dialect as if he's not a racist at all, yeah. Mr. Trump. So I don't like using that word for one. It's hard to prove. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it technically yeah. by the letter of the law is hard to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we'll do is we'll come. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that. Um, it's just some shit that popped up as we were entering the show. But as I stated earlier to all the listeners, um, I want to go into uh, like how Tommy and I, because we are two young entrepreneurs now living in the the DMV, which is, for those who don't know, it's the District, district Maryland and Virginia. That's D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And uh, I want my guy Tommy to just, uh, we're going to open the floor up, and I want my guy Tommy to just speak on uh, when we meet was that 2014 when I first got here? Was it? yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. We, it was late 2014. It was late 2014, and then, then we, we was rocking we in 2015. 2015. So I'm, I'm got Tommy for the people that's listening and, and going trying to get something from this. Uh, we're two young entrepreneurs, as I stated, who met in Washington D.C. and we've been rocking ever since. Um, just some quick highlights on what me and him have been able to do together. We've created stuff for F and Vodka. Uh, we've personally looked 50 Cent in his eye and showed him our commercial. Um, Stacey Adams, multiple times. I mean, we can count on our hands and toes. We've been working with them often. Um, GQ, uh, GQ, Revolt, ESPN. I mean, it just, you know, we equally as a, as a team, since we've got together, have been able to make some dynamic things. But um, I want everybody who's entrepreneurs out there to understand, even him and I had Rocky Roads. So, it's imperative that the people who are going to listen, uh, we want to make sure that you get something from it. So with that being said, you know, I'm on my guy, Tommy, just to talk about where you were when I met you, you know what I'm saying? What you were doing yeah. and, you know, def- just being an entrepreneur, being a, an, I mean, a, a yeah. real black man that's not killing or doing drugs or rapping out here. What's going on? I mean, uh, I mean, pretty much I've been doing what I've been doing. At which, least, which is? Which is, uh, I do film production, cinematographer, and I've been doing this for professionally since what 2010 I would say yeah 2010 2000 like yeah it's about 2010 no I would say 2011 is when I really I really started doing that before I was just you know studying uh, doing some doing some um, little slight gigs on the side here and there uh, but I really picked it up in 2011 so it's 2016 going to 17 so about 6 years now uh, and um, been traveling did it went across the country, shot full, uh, full length feature films, documentaries, music videos, uh, commercials, you know, you name it. Uh, I pretty much uh, in college started my own production company. And what's the name of it? Oh, the name of it. Well, 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 well the name of the former, because it's, oh, yeah. it's okay. a former. <laughs> okay, yeah, formerly known as um, I actually will bring it back. Started off uh, with Cool Kids Rubber Films uh, internship, 
you know, from the late great, well, he's not late, but the great uh, Tyman A and Six and Baki and um, intern with them, rebrain like, you know, the music video scene, like it wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for like those guys and what we did uh, in the previous years as far as like creating, bringing hip hop and music videos and, and things like that to the next level as far as like the DMV, as far as like the DMV music scene. Um, we worked at, we worked at like everybody from you know, you know Wale to Fat Trail, Rami Devon, Tabby of course, and you know a lot of people uh, that came out of this area, and uh, started off doing that transition. Started my own production company. Started shooting you know uh, commercials and working with Revolt TV, working with a lot of uh, different productions, and um, it brought me here. And uh, you know, fast forward to when we uh, when I met JT, I was just freelancing doing my own thing. Linked up with him, saw he was fly. Uh, saw the vision. Fly as fuck. <laughs> saw that. Boy, saw the vision. I, and, uh, I was. I was fly as fuck. We started doing. Yeah, we started doing a lot of you know <laughs> production in in the in the fashion scene. Uh, that's when we started working with GQ, Stacey Adams, and uh, Aldo Shoes, and uh, that turned into us trying to really like partner up and and create our own content because like we we were both. You know, so I was in a place where like I was doing a lot of things for other people and I wanted to start doing things for myself and like minded, uh JT was in the same position. So um we were like, yo, let's just start doing things for ourselves. So we started producing uh that's when we started producing uh A to G and um started as a vlog and then we kinda was like wanna add a podcast element to it. So we're doing that now. Uh yeah. that that pretty much should should bring you to where we are. So so for the for my new listeners, uh, Tommy, Tom, it's your first podcast, right? Yeah, it's my yeah first so podcast. this is my guy's first podcast. So you guys yeah. take it easy on him. He'll trust me, trust <laughs> me. When this nigga opens up, you guys are gonna be like, "Yo, this guy's full of surprises sitting over oh, here." Oh man, like, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be PG thirteen right now. Full of surprises underneath that. I want to be reckless over there. Um, I want to be reckless to just reintroduce everybody and. Because of, we're gonna pop, we're gonna post this on places like Facebook, which is where a lot of people who I grew up with, and a lot of people who uh, have been watching me uh, through these past six, almost seven years. Um, I linked up with Tommy late twenty fourteen. Um, I have this brand. I own this brand called Pretty Fly Society, and. Um, it's just it's a menswear and lifestyle brand or we like to focus on uh, I don't want to say luxury, but it's just the finer things in life from uh, my perspective and where I am in life right now. Um, I've been blessed to be brand ambassador for billion dollar companies and uh, I've been blessed to work with up and coming businesses. And, uh, you know, this has all been fun, but. I was randomly inside of a, 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 a it was a was manor was a, the manor was a bar was it a bar? It's like a lounge. It's like a lounge. It's, it's, it's a was, club. It's was, a club. I mean, it, it, it's, it's what you make it okay. when you when you go there. Okay, I, I was. So it's a restaurant. No, it's a, it's a restaurant too. Because we it's went a club. There. It's a place to go hang out. Yeah, That's what it, was, it is. It was, I remember. Yeah, no, nah, it's a nah, restaurant I wouldn't bar. Eat. I don't even know why I was in there to be honest with you. Okay. Like right now, I don't know why. You're supposed to meet with the club to work to try to throw an event there. Okay. That's what it was. I okay. remember you, you said like, yeah, we meet Facts, facts. Because yeah. that's when I had the, the established gentleman car. Okay, so yeah. I'm in this place. Um, I see this guy shooting. Most of the time, I think at that time I was like 25. Whenever I see anybody doing something, I always try to get involved, at least by finding out what you got going on and is there any guidance. Like, do you have a, per- like, you have a plan of what's happening or do you just have a skill and you don't really have anything to work on outside of waiting for somebody to, you know, give you an opportunity to do something. Mm-hmm. And when I met with Tommy, the first thing he uttered out was, yeah, I'm trying to do my own shit. <laughs> yeah. And I, at that point, I, I could respect that because that's what I did. And as we go on, I'll go. I'm going to talk me. I'm going to share my shit. So we're going to talk about like how, you know, the shit I went through with the brand, with P- with Pretty Fly Society and like how we got going and. How the shit went, you know what I mean? How it went to shit, and then how it came back up. You know what I mean? I'm gonna share that with people because people need to understand. Even though I don't want to say plateauing right now, but as we starting to figure things out, um, it's just good that people understand that trying to make it ain't no fucking joke. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And I say that to say that when I met you, we both saw eye to eye on that. You know what I mean? And the relationship was born. You know what I'm saying? And 
like he said, 2015, 26, 2015 might have been was a crazy year yeah, for us, man. Yeah. My shout out to my boy John McFadden. He's still the CIO of Pretty Fly Society. Um, he's doing going through some things right now, but uh, you know he's still my brother. Love him to death. But uh, 2015 was crazy for us. Uh, yeah. oh, New man. York, uh, Charleston. Shout out to Charleston, South Carolina, where I went to school. Atlanta. Miami. Uh, I mean, you 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 say it, it may seem like New York, uh, New York. It may seem like to you all that's listening, like, oh, I've been to those places, but it's different when you there working. Like, and it's different when you're doing that in one county. Because I mean, personally, oh, yeah. that's, that's 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 what he like. That's what we did together. But like me personally, I did pretty much half the world. Yeah. I've done. You know what I'm saying? I did as far. Reason why I even wanted to talk about it because um, I actually just posted up a couple of my vlogs of my trip in Hawaii uh, that I was actually in the music video for. And I, I shot it. We shot this back in 2015. It isn't out yet, but we're still working on it. Um, I got to literally go as far west as Hawaii and then as far east as Nigeria, my homeland. And um, and also linked up with uh, TJ Sonomayor, uh to do, to shoot a documentary about, you know, Fatherless America, called the Fatherless America. And it's about, you know, the adverse effect of not having a father in a nuclear family. And how it affects the offspring. Uh, so that even gave me the opportunity to travel literally across the country. I got in the car. It was me, him, and a cat. And we drove literally coast to coast, hitting every major city, discussing this. So, like, I, I've seen everywhere from far west as, like, you know, uh, L.A., Phoenix, New Orleans, Jackson, Mississippi, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Richmond. D.C., Baltimore, Atlantic City, New York City, uh, oh, Philly, and then, you know what I'm saying, and so on and so forth. And this is all, like, this is all last year in 2015. I literally done that plus, like, the things I was doing with JT plus, like, you know, I said the Hawaii thing and also the Nigeria thing. I, I got to go back to the, to the homeland for the first time and see more of my grandfather uh, rest his head. And um, I got to pretty much got to see, like, half, I got to pretty much see half the world almost. Uh, and that that experience has got me really grounded and focusing on like or what you know focusing on me what I want to do you know what I'm saying I see what's out there and now it's like okay now I know what's out there what do I want to do uh, that's a good point because I, I also I was strictly speaking on things that we had done together but I mean shit yeah we won't my we 2015 <laughs> both of our 2015s he, I went to I know I know when 2015 first started I spent the week in Italy which was crazy. It was in Florence, Italy for Petit Umo, which is a big men's fashion event. And what was dope about that, that really solidified to me that my brand, even though it has more growing to do, that solidified that my brand had reached farther heights than I know. Like even with the shit I told you the other day about yeah. they throw the Pretty Fly Society party in Africa that I, I don't even get to go to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> but, they, but I know why they do it. That party is because they, you know, they follow my account. They like my account. And they like me from what they see through IG. But when I went over to Petit, which is a men's fashion thing, and they were like, oh, and they looked up Pretty Fly Society and they were like, oh, yeah, you guys are good to go. That for me was mind blowing at that age. Like to some shit that I built on Instagram. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I built some shit on Instagram and now I can go to Italy and they, oh yeah, we know you. Yeah, come on, you're good to go. And I'm, you know that that yeah, no, nah, that, yeah. that side of this world. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And as a kid, you just don't. I don't know. You just don't think about it. You know what I'm saying? Kids have this basic fucking fireman. You know what I mean? My culture, we want to hoop. You know what I mean? I'm going yeah. to the NBA, or NFL. You know what I'm saying? Some yeah. shit like that. But obviously, that shit didn't pan out. Yeah. So, but you know, for this to have that type of reach, you know what I'm saying? For social mm -hmm. media to have that type of reach. Yeah, I, I I really want to say big ups to you know the motherfuckers that created it because they definitely made a way for for us all out here. Yeah. So what what I'm gonna move into is um I I want to give I want you to give your perspective on what it's like like what it's like being an entrepreneur and I know that you don't clap so. Never mind. I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> what is like being a young entrepreneur in America who okay. happens to be black? 
Okay, all right. Yeah, I know you don't like the. I don't, I'm I don't, a black entrepreneur. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't. I don't subscribe to the black, to the black complex. Yeah. So, but but, um, but the fact that is, that shit but, does still. He, but it, obviously, y'all can see this is a nigga in front of me. Yeah. So, it's just, yo, <laughs> it is what it is. But um, we speak to the people when it comes. I to mean, this as way, yeah, just just as an entrepreneur, man, it's 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 tough. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really even start accepting it, <laughs> fully accepting it, and probably until like. The last few months, I, and it, it's one of those things when you're doing it, and you're doing it, and you're doing it, mm-hmm. and then you realize like, okay, months go by. Then like you know, what I'm saying a few more months go by, and then you start turning to the years. Like years go by, mm-hmm. one year, two year, three years, and you realize like, damn, I've been doing this for like six, seven years. I literally <laughs> don't do anything, and I still, and it's, and it's like I still seven years. You know, what I'm saying seven years later into the game, it's like. I'm just now accepting. Okay, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's just it is what it is. I, I, maybe I'm just not destined to work for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I gotta make this happen. However, this is gonna however this is gonna turn out. Which is why you know I started to really trying to focus on what I want to do and, and and just me and doing my thing, which is why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. But um, very true. But no, man, it, it's um, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a long, dark, lonely kind of journey in the sense of. I can't realize realization. But I can, I compare I compare myself to like or any entrepreneur to Harriet Tubman and holy shit and I can't wait to hear this. You know, saying the Underground Railroad. You know, um, that I whole can't thing. wait to hear this. because okay, what you're doing is that just put yourself in a position like you know what I'm saying you society creates this plantation for you. Uh, you know, your whole job is to go outside, pick this cotton. You know. That's what that's life, you know. You pick the kind, you go to sleep, wake up, pick cotton, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you look at Harriet Tubman, she's like, There's gotta be something better than this out here. Yeah. There's gotta be something better than this out here. Has to be life out here somewhere. Knowing, mind you, this is back where there's no internet, there's no there's no source of reference that this place that you're t- that you're thinking about really, really exists. Mm-hmm. Some Fact. people, a lot of people were born on the plantation and will die on the plantation. Fact. You're saying several times over, gener- several generations over. Fact. And um so when you're doing it, it's like her for her to say that you know what i i would rather take my chances out in the jungle in the wilderness uh before i spend, spend another second here mm-hmm. and you're doing that not knowing where you're going to go not knowing if anything ex- exists but that first trip i'm talking about the first trip being an entrepreneur that's that's what it, that's what it's really about the entrepreneurs are are the are the the pioneers and you know saying the the scouts that that go out and see what's out there before anyone else will do it. They they're just like you know what I'm gonna take the risk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, cause mind you, think about Harry Tubman. It's like like it wasn't like going from from Georgia to Richmond or to, to Philly or whatever, just north of the Mason Dixon line. It was like I believe she went all the way up as north as you know Canada. That's where the the modern day descendants of can of the Canadian slaves, you know the the runaway slaves were you know in Canada. Mm-hmm. But um. So, so just think about the journey she made on foot by herself from the south all the way up to all the way to the north, hundreds of miles, with no with no resources, with very limited resources, no person to talk to, nobody, no nothing. And she cre- and she found a way and she created a path for that no one that no one else has ever walked. And they you know what I'm saying that's why they named the corner on the ground railroad. And um she's doing that. And that's what I feel like entrepreneurs are doing. They are saying that they are going to Say fuck the plantation. Okay. And I'm gonna go make a run for it to to those woods. Yeah. Not even though they can even make it to the woods, because like a lot of people can can just get shot by just trying to just making a run for it to the woods. Yeah. And she went as far north as those places, and then all, not only did that, then came back to try to get to other people. But this is really just to embody, you know, what I'm saying the mindset, the state of mind of where she was mentally. We're like, we're going on a journey, and we don't know where it's gonna go. I don't know where it's gonna, I don't I don't know where I'm gonna end up. And that's where, in that fear. Were always like was was always like suppressing and limiting. You know, what I'm saying what I was trying to do mm-hmm. until you know, what I'm saying until it's a recently where I realized that you know you just gotta accept it. Like you know, it is what it is. And I think that like that's what the the, the entrepreneurial hustle is about. You from, know, from so from your perspective, it's a the the analogy. I get it when it comes to Harry Tubman. It's like, hey, I'm not about to do do this shit. Like I'm watching y'all do it and. Yeah, this ain't for me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm gonna yeah. go out here and check it chases and it's worth dying for because at least I know I lived the life that I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. Even if I spend and a lot of people can't fathom this. Like people can't fathom the fact that you and I much rather 
struggle on our own than be a I don't want to be I don't want to use the word slave. But in a sense you it is. Yeah. Instead of being a slave to someone else cuz you got to like to and answer the same question that I asked you from my perspective. I looked at it like this. If I got to spend 30 years at one location to retire and only have $1 million. That shit don't make no sense to me. You see what I'm saying? Oh, man. Because if I go out and hustle and I and I come up with, if I create my own thing, I don't care if you're a party promoter, I don't care whatever it is. If you're doing it the right way, you're making money. How do I know that? Because I've done it a lot of things the wrong way, hence why in those areas I didn't make any money. So to to just speak directly to the people that are entrepreneurs and are watching this or will be watching this when time as time picks up and this show gets doper and doper and doper as it's already dope now but um what I what I want to get what I want to say and what I want to get out is that entrepreneur being an entrepreneur is living to me it's life and it's rare in its purest form it's life because life if you have a job and you happy with your job then cool. It's just that I don't vibe with that shit. You see what I'm saying? I'll never vibe with it. It's a decision that you have to make and you're choosing to do whatever. Like people say, well, I got to do what I got to do for my kids, so on and so forth. And I get that part. But if you can also create another hustle on the side that makes you more because my mom told me this one thing. She says, are you surviving? Because no one, you're not living. Yeah. People who work survive. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You out there hustling, bustling, you're living. Because all this shit that they tell you about in school, your interpersonal communication classes about uh, having to talk to people, having to sell, having to deal with downfalls, having to deal with coming up. That's life. Mm -hmm. At work, you know what the fuck is going to happen. You're going to go to work. You're going to get aggravated. Sometimes you're going to go to work. You're going to have a good fucking day. You're gonna have hey. enough. You're gonna have enough to, you know, go on a little vacation every you, once in a while. Yeah, yeah every once in a while, you plan you know, for your vacation. You may, you may have, you may make enough to like have a little side hobby, but it won't necessarily amount to nothing just to make you feel, you know, like you're doing some like other do, shit. Yeah. But it's not life. You see what I'm saying? Like we used to go to. Um, I used to tell Peanut, I used to tell Brianna all the time, like, yo, if we about to go to Miami, I'm like, yo, we go to Miami. We need to have a fucking good time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We need to when we go to Miami, we need to go to Miami and fucking get on jet skis. We need to go kick it because Live. we need that's living. And when yeah. I used to be on Snapchat heavy, people used to always ask me. The people used to always ask me, dog. They used to be like, yo, what's that? Why do you always say live on your Snapchat? I used to write it real big. Yeah. I'm not saying live, first off. I'm saying live. live. I'm saying enjoy your life and live. And to me, that's what entrepreneurism is. It's living. Because the moment the shit works. You know what I'm saying? We're about to break that shit all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're about to break that shit all the way down because there's other aspects of entrepreneurism that we, we'll probably touch on and then, you know, when we do our other shows, we'll get into. Yeah. But I definitely want to go from the mindset of entrepreneur to a famous quote that, and I'm probably, I'm going to paraphrase because I can't quote Jay exactly. But Jay-Z says, people act like you work this hard to stay the same. But I'm working this hard <laughs> to change my way of life. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But am I, I? And I'm paraphrasing. But he said I didn't work this hard to stay who I am. Mm. I worked this hard to improve myself. Mm. I worked this hard to improve my way of life. So is it real? Is it a reality that I'm acting different? No. But if I were to be acting different, this is what I work for. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I never, ever in my life understood. Um, I never in my life understood. Uh, when people say, damn, like he made it and he changed. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to think like that. It's like, oh, he made it and he changed. Like, I, I went to school with a nigga. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? I We didn't have, we had a talking relationship. But the nigga played, and we went to the NFL. And as I started to watch him, I was like, well, he like people, he's saying people hating on him, people hating on him. And I was like, well, I can't make too much sense of it at that point. But then I go down south this past weekend, mm-hmm. and my boy is best friends with, not best friends, they best friends. They went to high school, play ball with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. And when he goes around Steph, he's like, no, we all the same. And I was trying to figure out why is that? Now, Steph is balling. My man owns a, shout out to my man OC, Omar Carter. He owns a, a 
like a CPR foundation for like heart because he he had a he had an incident where he almost passed away. Okay. So he started a nonprofit with the shit. That's dope, dope. But he was saying how when he go around stuff, it's all love. But he was gave an example of something else happening with a friend that betrayed stuff. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And it was like, OC was saying he didn't really switch. He's like, Steph was still Steph. If you came around, like if I get rich right now, think about it. If you come around me or if you stop texting me because you think that because I'm rich, I won't text you back, who's acting different? Mm-hmm. It's really you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I got my shit popping, but I didn't change on you. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't people that will. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But even when they do, even with that person that changed, it's like... If the person that they changed on, that means that person never was your friend from the jump. And I say that to lead into this, and I'm about to get to you. Mm-hmm. On your entrepreneurial journey, support is one of the biggest things that you're going to have to do. That's the biggest thing that we need. We need to be supported. Mm-hmm. And we don't need, I'll say it, I don't need to be fucking patted on the back. <laughs> like, entrepreneurs don't need to be patted on the back. Mm-hmm. There's there's women, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you can get your girlfriend to do that. You know what I'm saying? You can get your side, you can get whoever to support you. I mean, to pat you on the back, your mom, your dad, like you can get that from them. But the element of true support when you're living off of it, with your 10 years or six years in entrepreneurism, like give me, tell, talk to me about what you feel is support now. Like tell me about your view of support for what you got going on at this very moment. Is it financial? Do you like to be hugged and patted on the back? What? Talk to me. Um, I mean, support is is. It really is all of them. It's not. I know you kind of separate support from like patting on the back, but no, I'm with you. I'm but with you. no, but it's it's. I'm everything. sorry, financial support. Fuck yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Financial, financial support, support is what entrepreneurs need. Oh yeah, I mean no, that's that's, that's definitely. I mean that's definitely there because like at the end of the day, it's like when I was like I I had to I had to really come up like uh to face the reality of the situation and just have an honest disposition about like how I feel. About the situation as far as like entrepreneurialism and everything, because okay, like my whole okay. thing is like I don't want I am, I don't want to consider myself a charity case. Uh, Never did. Okay. I'm not a charity case. I don't need like I want you to feel like you have to do some shit for me to feel like you're support quote support me like like a like a like a like a charity. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my whole thing was this is like I I believe in myself. Like that's the the only reason why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. which is like a very very risky thing. Is that like at the end of the day, it's like I have to I believe myself enough to where what I do will get you to say, all right, let me go in my wallet, take out some cash, and, and give it to you. Yeah. That's, that's, to me, you want to make to me, that, that's value. That's, that's just the basics of value in a person. Okay. At the end, I don't care if you work for somebody, you work with somebody, or somebody's paying you, whatever. The idea is that, like, you, whatever it is that you're doing has to be, it has to be so good. Wait, hold on for the mic. No, um, no, we're good, we're good. Yeah. That has wasn't what caused it. Okay. Has to be so good. My bad. So, Whatever it is that you're doing has to be so get be so good at it that someone is willing to go into their pocket and take out their own money and give it to you. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. This is with jobs. This is with what anything. This is just, this is just basic, the basic principles of just of just how the economy works. Like mm-hmm. if I want to hire, so like me saying I'm going to hire you to do this, and saying like, okay, I think I believe in I believe in you and what you're doing so much mm-hmm. that I'm going in my pocket and take it out and give it to you and feel like I actually not only. Am I getting my money's worth? But I'm getting more than my money's worth. Because okay. at the end of the day, people invest in somebody else to, to actually flip. When you work with somebody, they paying you fifty thousand, mm-hmm. so you can help them make two hundred, three hundred, four hundred million, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the situation may be. Mm-hmm. So like you are in an, an investment. Mm-hmm. So you have to be an asset to the people around you. And my whole thing is that like the reason why I'm not, I'm not I'm really not into the whole charity case kind of kind of attitude where you need to do this. That's why I like spend, my, spend your money. Is that like I want you to genuinely believe in what I'm doing, not doing it because like you're my homie or doing it because because of uh, of of whatever you, uh, of some type of pity party, or whatever. Let me interject real Go quick. Ahead. So because you got for me with your statement, then what that would mean is anybody near you, all right, anyone near you that yeah, I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You my dog, so on and so forth. Yeah, and. Niggas know what you stand for. They know how you get down. Like, if you had, like, how me and you rock. If you created something for me, or if you, not for me, but if you created something, right, that I fuck with. Yeah. Outside of, like, the video production and how we work together. Yeah. If I wear this shit, or if I rock this type of shit, 
and I don't buy from you. Yeah. Well, like I don't look at that as pity. Like, I don't look at that as a pity party if 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 I because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna openly ask you more than once because you know me you know how transparent I am. Yeah. I'll be like yo Tommy I don't like this shit like yeah. I'm not buying it because I don't like it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And some people fuck some people me I can deal with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, definitely. I could deal. Yeah, hey, bro, I, I, I'm not fucking with it because yeah. I don't like it. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Step your shit up. But yeah. don't text me about it like you want it. Yeah. Don't call me like you okay. want it. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Got, because yeah. Ross said, on, and I'm going to get out. Ross, I always go to Rick Ross's statement because it's a fact because I got a nigga like that. Yeah. Shout out to my man, Mike. I got a nigga like that. <laughs> a nigga that will, if it's my website, it's my dog website. Like, how I support you, I that should be that's your life. That's your you got a public figure Facebook page mm-hmm. that I you ain't doing that shit ain't doing nothing for the for me. Mm-hmm. But I support it because I rock with you. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And but I understand that you like regardless whether you call it pity party or not, you entrepreneurs need that. You see what I'm saying? We yep. need that shit. If you make something that I think that I that I can at least wear and make dope myself. And if I'm gonna go spend forty five to fifty bucks buying somebody's shit, I have no idea who they are. Yeah. Why would I not shop with my dog? Oh no, no, that's just where that's just where. No, I'm but at. the other day is like you putting out good work, and that's yeah. that's, that's what it comes down to. Because like, you it, it, it's like you have to be. I'm me saying that is just like, because I know a lot of people are like come at the whole situation and try to guilt people into supporting them. As mm-hmm. far as like saying that, oh, well. You don't support me in, in whatever, whatever, however they, whatever complex they, they develop. Mm-hmm. Reason why, like the people that they know, because yeah. the day is like, okay, got a thousand friends on Facebook. Yeah, do I get a thousand likes on everything I post? Fuck no. No, yeah. I get about, I get about a ten percent of that. Yeah, if, if that, if that, yeah. if that, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Less than that percent. You know what I'm saying? Then like, but you, but you do get it's like no. And the thing is like, me of my actual people that I know. Okay, that's people I know probably get about a three percent or five percent or whatever. If that, whatever. If that but like, but the thing is, you also you get people. Who are not your friend mm-hmm. who supports your shit. So like that's where the balance comes out. Where like that's crazy to me. You know, and the thing, and the thing is, that you gotta be honest, like I said, you gotta be honest with yourself. Is like, is what you're providing of value to them? That's how at the end of the day. It's like, do they need what you have to offer? Do they want what you have to offer? Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I do video production. Not everybody needs video production. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying, but I, you know, I do my own little thing. I do my own. You know, what I'm saying short films, music. You know, what I'm saying web series, mm-hmm. shows like like X, Y, and Z, like this. Yeah, and now. Um, is this beneficial to you? That's because my whole thing is like when I say okay, this is what it is. When I'm trying to be honest with myself, it's like I always ask myself, how am I an asset to you? Mm-hmm. Am, am am I an asset to you? Yeah. If I'm not, then it's cool because you're saying that I'm I'm cool with not being an asset to you. That, that means that like either a I go back into the into the drama board and redevelop, rebrand, or whatever, rebuild. Yeah. And then represent. It's this new representation, yeah. representation, yeah. an asset to what you, you know, what I'm saying to your life, yeah. And the thing is, like, there's like no, then whatever, you know, what I'm saying then you go back and try again, whatever. But as, as you do that, yeah. the whole mindset is that you have to. And this is not even outside of entrepreneur, entrepreneurialism. Like, this is just how I feel, how I think people should live. And this is like how you separate a friend from a non-friend or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, a friend is an asset to your life. Yeah. Period. In, in any capacity, whether they lend you emotional support, they lend you financial, financial support, support uh-huh. or you know, what I'm saying or whatever, you know, what I'm whatever kind of support that they lend you, mm-hmm. and then also it's reciprocated that you also provide them with something, some type of you know, support or whatever, some type of asset. Your assets to each other. That's what to me. That's what a friendship is. Mm. At the end of the day, it's like if we're not assets to each other, then we're just kind of associates. There's, there, I mean, you can be an asset just as little as just being a fan. Where it's like, okay, you just like the page, yeah. you just like all my comments, whatever. Yeah. Or you can be an asset like you buy my shit or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, or you recommend my work to other people or yeah. however, however you are an asset. Or you you lend me knowledge. You, you give me knowledge. You give me resources, whatever. And if you and do I, none of that, you know, then if you, if, then that, what then, are you? What are you if you do none of that? None of it. Then you're just not my a, friend. You're not a friend. That, you know I mean? and, and ultimately, that's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So, so you know, so you know, what I'm saying at that point, you're just an associate. Yeah, you know, we associate and, and, and it's, well. And, it's, and, and me saying this, or you know, at least me saying this, not saying that like it's necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I realized I was like, okay, because it's it's a humbling thing where like, because like you, you, when you're on both ends, of, you, you, everyone is ends up on both ends of the stick. Where like you are trying to be an asset to somebody. You're trying to you're trying to say, hey, I got really dope music, I got really dope art, I got really dope whatever, mm-hmm. and 
I'm putting it out there, and the people who I call my friends ain't fucking with it. Mm-mm, not at all. And um, you gotta ask yourself where it's like, well, and, and you get mad at them for not fucking with it or feeling some type of way. And you know, I'm not gonna, go, I don't want to go too much into like the, because there's levels to it as far as like, there should be a, a, a level of, of honesty amongst amongst people, of respectful honesty amongst people to be like, okay, you know what? I don't like you said, I don't fuck with your shit or whatever. They not not doing a whole faking shit. The, the faking yeah. shit aside. Yeah. Because that, that's what yeah, the, yeah, the, the, that's the, only where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. The faking shit, the faking shit aside, is like everyone has to be honest with themselves. Like, you know what? Maybe I'm just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Maybe I'm just not. Maybe whatever it is I'm presenting isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Let me go back and jump, fix this shit and, fi- and fix it and step my fair. game up. That's so like, fair. so that's just kind of where I'm at. Where like, that's why I mean, where like, I don't want nobody to feel like they are entitled. I'm entitled to them to their support. No. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You know, like at, at the end of the day, it's like I want. I don't want to be. You're saying I want to be objectively the best. I want to be objectively good. Like, yeah. I don't want to be be good, good because because I'm this. Because that. That's it's part of the reason why we will probably have a whole other to- like, conversation about that. Absolutely, we will. which is why I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the black complex. Where it's like I don't want you to fuck with me just because I'm black. Yeah, that's just that's I'm just, I'm dead on that. Yeah, like you know so. So my whole thing is like you want, me, it, you want people to fuck with you because they it, fuck it, with you. Yeah, because it's just good. Like it's yeah. just, just good. Then you support. I fuck and, with it because it's dope. Yeah, and at not the day, because yeah. he's a black dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's what, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the complex is, whether you're female or tall, short, yeah. from the same country, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's almost like, it is, uh, yeah. it's almost like it reminds me of uh, my guy, uh, my guy Malcolm Jenkins that plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Uh, the, the Rock Avenue. He has Rock Avenue bow ties. Okay. And his boy, Eric, is, uh, he first off, see, he put his boy on. So he put his boy in position. His boy sort of handles, you know what I mean, the brand for him a little bit. But Malcolm really uses his power and influence on his brand. Like, they want people to fuck with it because they fuck with it. Not because he is who he is. You see what I'm saying? Okay. They want, they, they want, to touch, they want people to touch the product, feel the product. Is the product good? So on and so forth. Oh, I just like this shit because I like it. You see what I'm saying? And I have grown... I have grown to know in 2015, 20, what year, 2016, that's the largest lesson that I learned. Mine used to be pent up frustration because I've always felt like there's no need to fake it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I can't grow if you faking it around me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. My man's, like my man would, my man, uh, I ain't gonna drop no names, but my man would shop with me and then he would turn back around and be like, yo, like I fuck with this one more, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? One of my men shot with me for a period of time, like, yo, you could rock with this, so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. Assistance, you know what I'm saying? Make adjustments. But where I come from is it's the way I'm built and the way I was raised is that we're big, like we're loyal people. My sign's a loyal sign, even though I don't believe in that shit much, but my sign as a Taurus is a loyal sign. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So when I meet somebody, as you can tell, like you you know me, you know what I'm yeah, saying? When yeah. I meet you, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be loyal to you, not off no dumb shit, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to be loyal to you. I'm not going to be out here trying to run behind your back, run no game, I'm going to call you if I feel a particular way. I ain't going to fake this shit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I've grown to learn that there are fakes out there. Yeah. Because I always tell people, who would you rather have around you? Would you rather have a motherfucker that's going to tell you how he feel about you? Or would you rather have a motherfucker pat you on the back and tell you everything's okay? I'd rather have a person going to tell me how he feel. Because yeah. I don't need, I don't have time for no secrets because that's how people get knocked the fuck out. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Because yeah. I've been, you got me walking around <laughs> thinking that you fucking with me yeah. and you not fucking with me for real. You see what I'm saying? Or yeah. you fucking with me when it's convenient. And mm-hmm. them type of people, like, I can't deal with them people either. Yeah, no, yeah, and that's right, where, right. And that's where I spent and... I'm not the fucking, we're going to do resolutions. I'm not that guy. I ain't got no resolution. But come 2017, all I'm just going to tally. I got a set of, I got a set of friends that I've been rocking. I got a set of people that I've been rocking with for some time. I'm going to tally their ass off. And it's just going to be, all right, I heard from you twice. All right, well, I know where to put you. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We don't rock. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to overtly go out of my way to contact you. You know what I'm saying? When everything that I was doing was out. You know what I'm saying? It's my livelihood. You know what I'm saying? It was based it was based based upon what we do. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people ain't saying that. A lot of people got that security. Yeah. Got that blanket. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers yeah. got that. People don't know that blanket's a motherfucker. Oh man, that's a cozy. Ooh, that's that's a, a cozy quilt. You good? That's you a cozy saying? quilt. But now, 
because we we don't have it. You know what I'm saying? And every single fucking penny matters. I never I'm did sorry. have it. I, I never did have it. I don't even know what that feel like. Sorry, man. I feel I feel on the other side. I feel I feel I feel slightly opposite because I feel like your friends can help propel it, regardless yeah. whether they fuck with it or not. They can help propel it for it to be better. For once other people to buy it and it gets better, then they can be a part of that process. But I, I I'm going to openly state, and I don't care who watches this, when I make it. My call log gonna be so goddamn small that it'll blow your head. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Cause when I'm gonna shine, you feel me? Mm-hmm. We gonna shine. Mm-hmm. And with me, just with me, I know you are different from me. Yeah. But with me, my call log goes. It, my circle go even smaller than it goes. It gets even smaller. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm gonna openly state why it's smaller. You know what I'm saying? And if that's a flaw of mine, I don't care mm-hmm. because I've watched people. Um, I've watched people make it. I watched Kevin Hart. I watched Kevin Hart. I literally watched. I mean, all of us watched Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But anybody that was following that nigga wasn't shit for a long time. But every single one of his niggas was right there the whole time. Like, they never turned their back. You know what they are now? All of them rich, wealthy, and having a good time. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because And that's the shit me and you was talking about yesterday. When you was talking about females. And you was like, well, if the bitch gonna ride, if she gonna ride with me, yeah. then she gonna, she good. But she ain't no way in hell you gonna just come on the scene and think you she think she's sweet. Same. And I mean yeah. we're, we're definitely gonna talk about that at a later time, yeah. but because I can talk about what you said on the other side. But um I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off that. I'm gonna hop off that. I'm gonna hop off that. We also I want y'all to know, me and Tommy, man, we gonna I, we starting to get a feel for this podcast live shit. I have been doing a couple of them just uh just audio on SoundCloud, but we're gonna add we're gonna start to add alcohol on here. Um uh, shout out to IW Harper Bourbon Whiskey um, Pretty soon We're pretty sure They'll be sponsoring This podcast So um, We're gonna be doing Some drinking on here And oh, yeah. uh, we're going to This podcast Will be very good And very entertaining um, For Just to uh, Just to round it off um, I wanna just touch on uh, One more aspect of Of uh, Being an entrepreneur And That's Workload and I want you to uh, please give a, a, an example of the workload that we have to deal with. And not only the workload, but how important every fucking second is yeah. in our lives. Like, we really don't have any time to waste for real. And then, no, and the thing is, like, because it's bigger, it's bigger. The biggest thing is wasted time as far as like procrastination. A lot of times, uh, entrepreneurs go through that. Um, the biggest reality you have to face just with workload in general, it's not necessarily the amount of work you have to do per se, mm-hmm. but whether it's a lot or a little, because it's, it's, it's seasonal, it's like waves. Sometimes it'd be a, a shitload of work, sometimes it'd be nothing at all mm-hmm. or very minimal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the main thing is that you got to understand is that nothing ain't going to move unless you move it. Everything is a, you are the catalyst for everything that goes on in whatever you in the, in the business you're doing. Like it ain't no, I'm gonna sit back and then I'm gonna wake up the next morning and shit's gonna be done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you put a paper on the, on the table, you're gonna go to sleep. You don't wake up. The paper's still gonna be there. If you go out, to, you go out to work. Go and say I gotta got a job. Can't do anything. You gonna come back home. That paper's still gonna be on that table. It ain't gonna move unless you move that table. Unless you move it yourself. So like facts. So with that being said, it's like the workload isn't per se the issue. Is the self motivation and drive to do it yourself. There's a lot of things that you gotta do your work, that you gotta do unless you have to pay for to pay somebody. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just bottom line. So like, our work my workload is heavy because I do pretty much everything myself. Mm-hmm. Um, from building the website to doing the, putting the brush together to uh, actually shooting it, editing, post production, like producing the whole nine. Everything you know, that's a you know, lot. Everything that's to like the logo design to. To just like, and, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, like, because I always think I'm telling you, these are all different jobs. When you watch, like, it's like watching a movie. It's almost like when you watch a movie, you watch a big box of movie, like Fashion and Fears or something like that. Uh-huh. And at the end of the movie, you see, like, the credits, the credits are rolling. <laughs> yeah, a bunch and of motherfuckers. You see 10,000 motherfuckers. You will see 10,000. You, you will see, like, a thousand people behind that joint. You know what I'm saying? And that's all the people it took to make that that's happen. All, that's everyone that took to make that project you saw happen. Mm. And then, um, and you're just, just thinking about that. It's like, Okay, especially when you're starting out, especially as a as a entrepreneur, like you're really trying to build, it's like you're gonna do that. You gotta cause, cause all those thousands of credits into like one, maybe three people. 
Mm-hmm. One to three people are doing all that shit. When people, because at, at the end of the day, we see that that credit line. Everyone started off as that. Like when they started off, they were doing everything. Yeah. Until like they got the money to hire someone else to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right now we're doing. Right now everything's being done by us too. Yeah, right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right here, right fucking here. You know, so if if I ain't doing it, he's doing it. If yeah. he ain't, if he ain't doing it, it's, it's me doing it. Yeah. And you know, so. With that being said, that's where the work comes from. Where it's like, okay, you, you're not just doing one job; you're doing multiple jobs. You're wearing multiple hats, you know. And and, and, that, and that's where, like, cause like when you think about, like, okay, my my job title, it's like, okay, that's only one job that I, I push and promote. But like, yeah. there's a lot of other things that go on behind the scenes that I do. Yeah. That if I had my way, I'll pay other people to do it. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> of course. Absolutely. But you know, yeah. I'm doing that to get to to make sure this thing happens because yeah. they ain't gonna move without without me moving. But that's where that's my that's my really my take on, on work. It's not necessarily about the workload, mm-hmm. but it's about you having to do everything yourself, mm-hmm. you which know? is which is wearing multiple hats. Which is wearing multiple hats. Which is uh, you just you're just you're just phrasing it differently. It's yeah. still a workload. Yeah. Still a bunch of shit yeah, you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, you still yeah. got a load of work to do yeah. because you wear a bunch of different hats. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there we go. That um, makes sense. I, I'll 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 say that it made me admire. It made me admire the celebrity more. Like it made me admire uh, Issa Rae. Yeah, Issa Rae. It made me it, like it makes me admire people who come from the ground up for real because I now see like them motherfuckers every day you know what I'm saying you probably take an hour you know what I'm saying you might sleep mm-hmm. like every day you got shit rocking all the time that's crazy you know what I'm saying that's that takes a special type of person and believe it or not I want that shit yeah. you see what I'm saying like it's I, I, I don't mind it and it's and now it's been more frustrating in 2016 because of some of the adjustments that I've had to go through. But in understanding and learning more about business, that workload, you should want that workload because the, to me, the more and more you're busy with a purpose, man, that shit starts to get easier. And then once it starts to become clockwork, you start to see the fruition of the efforts that you're putting out there. You see what I'm saying? That shit starts to come to life. And I... To answer my own question, the while the workload is heavy, I feel like the workload it's that work is exciting. Like when we did this shit for Pax Project, yeah. shout out Pax Project out of the left coast, that's California. Um, when we did this shit with Pax Project, nigga, I had so much fun doing that shit. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh no, it was live. It was, but, it was but, live. but but we were low key just living. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We were literally just living, and we went outside. We had to do some shoots, and, you know, some some photo shoots and shit. But that was fun to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Doing this shit is fun to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoy this shit. Like, if, if we could get people to watch for two hours, I would, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would talk for two hours straight. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Click but, that like button. Yeah, like a motherfucker. Like, share, sub. <laughs> like, share, sub. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this yeah. nigga Tommy's gonna put this shit on the screen. So oh, yeah, no. Nah, y'all yeah. gonna see it. It's gonna be but a button right there. This but. is, uh, um, this is the first full podcast, uh, episode, uh, from the A to G um, from our A to G uh, web series and just get used to viewing our podcast um, and get used to uh, please comment um, on anything, whether it be negative, whether it be good, please comment and give us an opportunity opportunity to respond to uh, how we feel. Um, my guy Tommy is magnificent on, I call it the ones and twos. That's the fucking video and the production. And smell of, matter of fact, the ones, twos, and threes, and the audio, um, because uh, as you all are start going to start to see that we are two, we are two African American men, <laughs> even though he may no. not say it, we're two African, and it's not that. I don't, wait, I don't want y'all to get it fucked up. He is well aware that he's black. I'm all black right, guy. he's black. I'm black guy, but he just doesn't like to be pigeonholed because of his skin color. So. I like I use the frame because I use the the uh, the term because I know that I'm black and I know that whoever's watching this they see a black man. So we're two entrepreneurs who do not rob or kill or any of the extremes that you people see on TV that black men are. We're not those. Like I happen to be a very good dad. 
<laughs> like, I, like I, 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 I used to move that weight, man. Back, yeah. uh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> back, back in 09, man. But I, I, I had to fall back from that, man. I picked up a camera and changed my life. The struggle is so real, man. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We are not. We are not. We're not. The we're not what you guys are seeing depicted across the country, and that's why we feel like this podcast will pick up. You're not a celeb. We're not celebrities, and we're not the extreme fucking example that fucking MTV or whoever creates of the African American male. We're actually your everyday average guys who just so happen to be doing some dope shit, and we're gonna give you our perspective on it. I'm Frank Mill. I'm Tommy Guns. And this is A to G. Deuce. Trump, 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 Trump. Trump.